0: friends, it's Andy and Hattie coming live from Yorba, Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional.
1: Yes, and you can find not only the devotional, but all of our other content on resurrectministry.com. Please check out the website, peruse the content, check out the books, listen to some worship bands, uh, meet the Lord Jesus Christ where you are whenever um, he. anyone who asks sincerely to meet the living God, he will reveal himself. That is a promise that God gives us in the Bible. So we encourage you to do so for those of you as we were here in this in this devotional today or far from God, uh, draw closer to him. He's waiting.
0: Seek and, him and you will.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's worship
1: bands on our website? Yeah.
0: Well, I need to go to our website.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't remember there being worship bands on yes, there.
1: Yes. And there's Bible resources. Wow.
0: That site has everything.
1: Sure does. You can even drop us a line. Send us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us where you're watching from. Uh, put a chat in the comments, like, yeah. subscribe, send it, share it.
0: For sure. Obviously. And you should comment right now because Hedy and I have a bet who the first person that was on. And so, but now there's two. So now we won't know if it's the second person that's commenting. <laughs> but you need to comment anyway. The commenting is what helps push this out for other people to see. Considering the fact that I'm a shadow banned and everything's brought down to a minimum on Facebook, the comments are appreciated because it will show. Other people, that what we're doing is um, interesting to others as somebody as somebody drops off. All right, we're reading from Charles Spurgeon, Morning by Morning. And um, here we go. The reference for January 19th is. So, oh, oh, we were both Hi, wrong. Cindy. Hey, Cindy, nice to see you. <laughs> uh, January 19th, Song of Songs, 3 1. This portion of it says, I looked for him, but did not find him. Uh-oh. We weren't looking in the right place. Charles is going to tell you, tell us where to look. Mm-hmm. Charles says, tell me exactly where you lost the fellowship of Christ. And I will tell you the most likely place to rediscover him. Did you lose him in the closet in what you consider to be unanswered prayer? Then your prayer closet is where you must seek him.
1: I need to have a closet. I know. I know people call it a prayer closet.
0: Yeah. Did you lose fellowship with Christ through sin? Then the only way you will find him is by giving up your sin and by seeking through the Holy Spirit to subdue any area of your life or body in which the lust for sin is still, still abides. Mm. Did, did you lose Christ by neglecting the scriptures? Then you must find him in the scriptures. Yes. The saying, look for something where you dropped it, for it is there, is also true here. So look for Christ where you left him, for he has not gone away. Yet it is hard work to go back for Christ. John Bunyan told us in the Pilgrim's Progress that Pilgrim discovered that the most difficult path he had ever traveled was the road back to the Arbor of Ease, where he had lost his role.
1: Not true. We have lost his rule. Maybe
0: Sydney can explain. Uh, to travel twenty miles ahead is always easier than to be required to travel even one mile back for something lost. Therefore, be very careful. Once you'd rediscover your master, to cling to him again. How is it you lost fellowship with Christ? One would have thought you would never have part parted ways with such a precious friend, one whose very presence is so sweet whose words are so comforting and whose fellowship is so valued to you? How is it that you did not keep your eyes focused on him every second for fear of losing sight of him? Although you have let him go, what a great mercy that you are now seeking him, even though you mournfully sigh. If only I knew where to find him. Keep on seeking, for you know how dangerous it is to be without the fellowship of your Lord. Without Christ, you are like a sheep without its shepherd, like a tree without water for its roots, or like a dry and withered leaf in a hurricane. You feel separated from the sustenance of the tree of life. Seek him with your whole heart and you will find him. Remember to surrender yourself completely to the search and you will ultimately surely find him to still still be your true joy and delight.
1: What do you think are some of the common causes of losing fellowship with the Lord? Because I don't think any of us does it intentionally.
0: Well, when he said, if you lost him during sin, I thought he was going to say, well, you need to go back to your sin. And that didn't make any, <laughs> in my head, it didn't make any sense. And then he explained it. Um, but um, I can see, I can see where I was constantly misplacing the Lord. I don't
1: think you ever had any. <laughs> I don't think you misplaced them. He was just in the other room.
0: I would always lose my GI Joe's when I was a kid. So that's not what they're talking about. That I had the GI Joe and I lost it. This is something
1: else. No, because when he says fellowship with the Lord, that means that you have had the relationship. And to me, I think what happens sometimes that could happen to any of us to get lazy. You almost get comfortable with the Lord's presence that you feel it no longer needs to be cultivated. It's something that happens uh, automatically Mm -hmm. and therefore you don't pursue him, whether it's reading the scripture or delving into a sin you shouldn't be, or um, being disappointed because of an unanswered prayer is it's like anything else with, with the enemy, you slip away slowly. I don't think it happens all at once, you know. And then before you look at it, before you know, before you can even tell what happened, you're so far that you're crying out to the to God, like, "Where are you? Where? What happened?" I mean, I've only felt—I'm a relatively new Christian, so I've only felt that once. But to me, it was—it was absolutely evident what had happened. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I You know, fell to my knees he convicted me of it so uh, I think that's also the power of the Holy Spirit is he never wants to let you go so he keeps constantly like poking at you to think about what is making you distant from him it's such a gift
0: you know as I'm I'm thinking that When when I hear what Charles says in this particular devotional is that when you, because my thought of losing something is by accident.
1: Yeah. Well, you think it's by accident in this situation. You no, I do don't.
0: It. I think that It's there's a little bit of purposefulness in it.
1: Mm. Uh, it Can be absolutely.
0: And that's what makes it more. I want to say shameful, but more. For <laughs> maybe, sure. Maybe it shameful. is more shameful when we do it. it yes, because because I mean, you have to actively leave faithfulness your faithfulness to the lord
1: well remember it's also it's fellowship so that's like the intimacy mm-hmm. with the lord which means that's why i brought up like laziness yeah. or comfort you're just kind of like oh i know he's there i love god he loves me i talk to jesus and then before you know it, you get busy and oh my god life is just taking over i can't read my bible anymore or i'm good i, I don't need to I don't need to worry about sin. I can, you know, party with my friends, I'll be fine. Mm. It's a, I sometimes it's a gradual slip. Of course you can consciously make the, t- the decision. You're absolutely right. But I think the much more insidious one is the one that you gradually slip away.
0: It's like top, top secret documents that you've taken from the government <laughs> and you take them and you, you just get lazy. Like you just go, nobody's gonna miss these things. I'll just put them in my garage.
1: <laughs> They're just in a box. <laughs>
0: Because I mean, again, I, I think that this is this—it's kind of similar. It's just you got this super. It's a super, you know, extremely important thing for us and our faith, in our love, in our relationship with God is is far more important than anything in this world. Right. And, Should be at least. And to to do that is, is just so. It's shocking, I, and I'm reading. I have this book here, and I just brought it. And like, I'll take it back. And I've been reading a lot. They've been talking a lot about Nehemiah, and and now we're talking about a little bit about Nehemiah and about David, and it, it's in that era of this constant. The Jews get saved, and then they go eh, a couple of weeks <laughs> later. They go, don't need them anymore. I was and talking about
1: that too, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, there's this constant stuff. And now, and now knowing what I know now, like it, it, and I think a lot of it has to do with. My age, not our age. I was gonna say our age, mm. because I'm, you know, you're so much younger than I am. Um, <laughs> that, you know, we we have we have a little bit of a different perspective. We know a lifetime of not being with God, not having that faithfulness, and and all the turmoil and all the all the crap. <laughs> Sorry, all the you know the debauchery that led us to such pain and you know just nonsense. That it, it's 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 hard for us to believe knowing what we know now how much better it is to have this relationship with God having a relationship with God in a relationship also yes. is extremely different that is so hard to imagine misplacing Jesus <laughs> <laughs> and going hey, where'd he go like I, I, I misplaced him where 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 is he it's, it's harder yeah I mean, it's really much it's harder and then when I read these stories it's like wow these these Jews. You know, they, you know, they, well, they had, they had everything. And then they decided that, you know what, we're going to do this instead. We're going to go to the strip club.
1: Well, I'm in the book of Amos. Mm-hmm. And so Amos takes place around 760, 750 BC, and it's at a time of peace. And the, the Jews had become very wealthy and prosperous and the cities were overcrowded. And as a consequence of their wealth, they started to cheat. And in the cheating, there started to be a, disparage, uh, a disparity in wealth. The middle class started to dwindle. There was a larger burgeoning upper class, rich class, and then there was poor people. And then the poor people, the less wealthy people, started to lose their land to the wealthy people. Any of this sound familiar? Yeah. So that's the amazing part about the Bible is that the stories can take place 2,700 years ago and still be relevant. And Amos comes, and he's not one of the, uh, the priests. Uh, he's not a prophet that's a priest. He was a sheep herder, like a, not a shepherd. He was a herdsman, meaning he had lots of tribes. So he was somewhat wealthy and, and educated. And he came just to give a message that God is going to strike you guys dead for what you're doing. You are raping and pillaging. You are, you know, uh, desecrating the temple by drinking wine in it. You're fornicating with people you shouldn't be. And he's going to punish you severely. And and when you read that and then you look at our, you flash forward to our lives today, Christians, we're doing the exact same thing. We are fornicating with people we shouldn't we're engaged in behavior we shouldn't we have pastors now advocating for uh, you know same-sex marriages for trans people like it's not that we shouldn't love on those people but validating things that are an abomination to god does not free anybody it creates more captives and it's literally if you listen to the words of what amos says it could be it could be us and so we, man has a tendency to lose fellowship with God, but God is so gracious that he calls us back to him all the time.
0: Yeah. He's done it since the beginning of his creation of the planet.
1: Yes. Since Adam and Eve.
0: Since Adam and Eve. And he gave his only son. Yes. Wow. That's really something. <laughs> And you talk about the, 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 you know, how the word, you know, back then, you know, repeats itself. But this, this is one section here. It, this is called the remnant renegades. Yes. And um, oh, shoot. I have these new glasses I got to wear now because now I have to. Um, and I highlight here, says they were remnants in that they were in the minority. They were renegades and that they rose up in defiance, sick and tired of what had been going on mm. in the culture around them. They banded together to fight for what was true and honorable. They were men called to disrupt the flow of compromise. And Just one more section here uh, says um, they were frustrated with what they saw happening around them. They knew things could be better. They put in, they put action into their faith. It takes all three of these qualities before
1: change can occur. Yes. These, these
0: remnant, these, these remnants,
1: the remnants. Which is what we are today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I hope, uh, I'm sure Kate did at least, and probably Carrie too, watched Pastor Jack last night. Mm. Because if you notice, he talked about the topic we're talking about. And he gave a really awesome explanation. And that is the corruption in the church. And so basically he says that is intentional by God because the rapture has to separate out true believers from the false church. Because the false church will go on to worship the beast. And so all of this stuff that we see happening separates us out and then leaves the remnant. And then the remnant eventually is taken out of the equation. And then God's wrath can be executed on the earth because he has warned us since the beginning of time, I will judge the nations. God is a God of all people. And that's another thing I love about. Um, the study of Amos is that uh Amos goes through regions which to me are very um have a reson they resonate with me because I'm a Middle Eastern person, but he goes through Damascus and Syria and Tyre and Sidon, which are part of Lebanon, countries and cities I have visited. And he's like, Because of your brutality and what you did to my people, I will destroy you with fire. And he goes to the cities one by one, and then he goes through Judah and he goes to Israel, but you I will hold more accountable because you knew the law and disobeyed because you were greedy and you disobeyed my commandments i will punish you even more and that's the same accountability he holds for us he's like you had my word you have fellowship with christ and yet you still do these abominations Hmm. and he talks in particular about killing humanity and killing people what
0: other church would you hear the message like jack gave last night yeah I mean, it was so graphic in, in many senses where he talks about the bride being put in the bride room. He says, you stay right here. Yes. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes off and, he, and he's taking care of business. Yes. And then comes back with his, uh, his, his white robe.
1: Uh, no, arrayed is- uh, right in fine linen. Oh. So the bride gets linen. The white robes are the tribulation saints, those mm. that accept Christ, during the tribulation and so we are a distinct class of people and he will separate us from the goats (laughs) look like sheep they're not sheep they're goats
0: (laughs) i like it with jack the pastor jack Hibbs over at calvary chapel Cheetah hills did we explain because every so often we have somebody that's new so i always want to make sure that they know who we're talking about but uh I love it when he says, "I know this is hard for you guys to hear, but anyway, <laughs> it's in the Bible, and I got to tell you all about it." Yeah, people are like, "What?" He, did-
1: <laughs> so he takes a
0: sword and he does all this stuff, and they like, "Yeah." He's got
1: blood spilled robe because yeah, but, he yeah. he will come back with vengeance of yes. God and justice.
0: How 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 many thousands of years did he give people an opportunity? <laughs>
1: Exactly,
0: <laughs> and about the understanding that, that he was saying that there are pastors that say that. Um, I mean, now I've gotten backwards. Don't believe in it. Don't
1: don't, don't listen pay to the attention. Testament.
0: Don't pay attention to the Old Testament. We, we don't even know that it's true. Right. Like <laughs> wait, what? That you actually have pastors that are teaching that is shocking. We mm-hmm. shouldn't be shocked anymore. I, when I say that, sometimes I catch myself and say, no. I mean,
1: and, and that's it's no longer shocking. I think it's a comfort. It was definitely a comfort to me because. Me and Andy have been grappling with, oh, no, I hope we're not doing something bad by, you know, encouraging people to find the right church. And, and Pastor Jack just confirmed it by saying they are false churches out there, folks. And so if the doctrine is off, if it's not um, preaching Jesus and not preaching salvation and repentance and uh, commitment and obedience and holiness, then then you're, it could be a false gospel.
0: So I just want to say hi to Carrie and Iris, Kate, and uh, of course Cindy, who was the first one to to leave a comment. But, hey, uh, ladies! Continue to comment. What do you guys What do you guys think about the last few sessions? I was in. Uh, if you don't remember, I was in Idaho for a couple of days, so that's where I've been. Uh, got back yesterday, and uh, I was exhausted yesterday. Or else we would have went live.
1: Well, also we so, don't go live in Jacksonville. That's true
0: too. But I did. I was I was pretty tired, but. Um, but please let us know about these last few episodes that we have been sharing with you guys about, you know, look at your church, look at what they're teaching. If it doesn't feel right, then it's probably time to leave or time to start looking at, at other places. But I did feel after we got off, I think the first day that we talked about that, I got off a little bit and go,
1: you know, that, yeah. that
0: felt a little bit un- uncomfortable. Like maybe I-, I hate to encourage something
1: that's not God's, that's will, not God's
0: will. And then it, it came back to us the second time. And then still, I was like, oh, you know, I'm really not sure we're doing. He's saying, I mean, we're saying what's coming to us as we're doing these things, and none of these things are scripted other than reading Charles Spurgeon. And then Wednesday night, Jack gets on and like it, it essentially looked through the uh, the camera and pointing at us and said, <laughs> "You guys are okay." <laughs> so I almost got that feeling. Oh, that's God. Yeah,
1: that's that's the <laughs> that's same Holy Spirit radio. Absolutely <laughs> confirmation.
0: Uh, what are some of the people what, what,
1: and so Iris is saying, oh, and, uh, Carrie saying, and God gives us a last chance, revelation 14, six. And yes, he's, he's constantly giving us chances, but there'll be a time when the chances will end mm-hmm. and, uh, we can't, we shouldn't wait for the last minute. Right.
0: You, and- you know, just really quick, you know, while I was in Idaho, I was visiting with some friends of mine, um, uh, uh, one person that I went to high school with, and then two other people that I worked with driving, uh, tour buses and we lived a, a pretty interesting life during those periods of our life all of us you know we think interesting
1: about- <laughs> is, that, is that is that a nice way of putting it uh,
0: but it, but yes i mean just like uh, i mean i mean going to bars that we you know the boys going to certain bars and
1: uh were well, uh none of you married at the time or those no. same life None
0: of you were. Okay. Uh, um, but you know, we were all young. We were in our early 20s. Oh. I mean, nineteen, nineteen years old to I, I started when I was 19, uh, in the bus company, Hot Dogger Tours, and then Hot Dogger Tours. <laughs> and then uh into my twenties, like 22 is when I think I last drove for them. But I mean, we were going to Colorado skiing and river rafting, that kind of stuff. And so it was it, it's interesting that us as that group, um, the wife of uh, Brian was not with us, but he got married a short time later. Um, that before we ate, uh, Brian goes, okay, let's pray. And then we we stood in a circle and held hands. The, the same group of people. That's so beautiful.
1: Know, Redeemed all of you. That's yeah. awesome.
0: And then on the drive home, because Gail and Bruce, who I, wor- I worked for Bruce and, and Gail worked at the same company where we worked and drove buses. They gave me a ride back to my hotel. And I got to share my testimony with them on the drive home and uh, shared your a little bit of your testimony the best that I could and then sent them all of our videos and things like that. So I... I, I, I,
1: Such a nice... Yeah, such a... Completion of that circle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You're very fortunate. A lot of your friends are that way.
0: Yeah, it's very cool. I really enjoyed that part of it. What um, does Iris have to say
1: there? Um, She also watched Pastor Jack last night, and in a woman's Bible study today, we're on the book of Hosea. And one of the themes in the book is God relentlessly pursues wayward people. Thank God, right? Thank God for that. And it's, and he relentlessly pursues, this is a point that's coming up often in our Bible study, which is that he's a God of all people. So he relentlessly pursues all of us Um, because I was in Islam. I never thought in a million years I would leave Right. you know, but he just, he lined up events to give me that opportunity to come to faith. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're just so blessed. And uh, I was saying, not going anywhere. You two are doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> and I think Carrie's uh, giving us uh, 14 6. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of the heavens and having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. Amen. Even mm-hmm. in that last day, there'll be tribulation saints, people that will believe at the last minute and be saved. Mm-hmm. And Kate's saying, it's good. It's uncomfortable ground you're breaking, then it's good. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> that's good thank you Kate. Uh, thank you yeah. and cindy says it would be time for self-evaluation i hope i'm in line with the holy spirit and his word at my yeah. church actually it's always time to do that to stay yeah. in line oh, oh all the time So important so important Wow. Oh. uh carrie saying blue jay roller coaster top speed in my 67 months mustang no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> blue jay up in the Big Bear.
1: Oh, okay. If I'm the good old days, carries. If, out I, get, if I get, that way, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, he pursues us and praise God for that. Yes, thank you, thank you Cindy.
0: Um, just want to read this one sentence here too. It says, uh, "You, know, in you this, come
1: back in the stream."
0: Uh, oh, sorry. In this uh, one, this one sentence here it says, "Today, because of lawlessness and apathy." lawlessness and apathy. The hearts of people in our society have grown cold toward right and wrong things of God. Common sense has gone out the window as has morality. And I, and the reason I wanted to read that is because I'm feeling so pulled into our schools and into our high school ministry where we're, we're teaching that class is that this as, as remnant um, I think this is where it's important that we we follow what God is prompting us to do. Amen. There, there's so much
1: like a, our own home. Yeah, with with in.
0: the youth. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Somebody prophesied that over Andy, and he's been fighting it ever since. Yes, but we're going to call him to it.
0: I met with a school board uh, member that uh, you know that was the person that we first were helpful in. I think getting voted into under the school board was we speaking with her today. We she happened to be at the at the coffee shop where I was today.
1: Oh, so you spoke to her in person, yeah, oh nice
0: and um, and we discussed the very this very topic too about you know, we have to fight back that it's deeper. she one thing she said is is now that Todd, another conservative Christian that's on the board, that they're finding that these things are getting deeper and deeper that you know we thought we were addressing some things in the beginning that were uh, important, but as as more screws are turned and more stones are turned over, mm. that we're finding more rotten more immorality more corruption corruption um relationships that just should not be um but it, it's it's happening right now this is this is the time to make changes if mm-hmm. a church fails because of its immorality it needs to fail and you need to leave right oh i'm so sorry i just i'm on the, i just feel spoken to i was i was this things are so good right now <laughs>
1: That's nice. I like
0: that. I just gotta figure out what what is it that I need to focus on because it feels a little bit kind of wacky, like spaghetti right now. Yes. Right. Yes. And but I I think God will pull it all together
1: for us. I think Mm -hmm. we're in the
0: right. We're heading in the right direction.
1: God willing. Yes.
0: Continue. (laughs) (laughs) I will stop now.
1: Do you want to read what Jim had to say? Oh yeah. Okay. A good example of Spurgeon's thoughts today is what the Lord told Israel through the prophet Jeremiah during their Babylonian captivity. But remember, of course, their captivity was the direct result of their disobedience. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me and when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. He's just constantly reiterating, I will be their God and they will be my people, calling us back to him, all people. What a gracious God we have. He is always ready to welcome his wayward children back. Yes, But we must return in humility and repentance. Again, this is a Bible quote. Because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I have spoken, because you tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have heard you, declares the Lord. And this is about King Josiah, and they had, again, fallen into such depths of corruption, and and he was trying to initiate some reforms, and as he was doing so, in the temple, they found an old scroll of text where God was promising wrath for disobedience and he was undone by it he tore his robe and just started crying to god saying oh no like how is how am i ever going to fix this and he went through a process of trying reform but unfortunately he died very soon thereafter so his um, reform did not go on for very long but this is a constant theme it's and people it's so important to read the old testament and not think it's just an old book you know because not only does it prophesy about Jesus, which is of of extreme importance, the Bible validates itself. But like I was saying in Amos, it's talking about lands that are, ah, one, related to the Israelites, because they are the descendants of Lot and his daughter, the illegitimate family of the descendants of Lot and his daughter. So they're blood related from Lot. And of Jacob and Esau, the Ishmaelites are descendants of Esau. And so they're actually family members. So these Arabs that have been fighting with the Jews for 2,700 years, probably even farther back than that. Um, So when you see these nations still at war today and God saying in his book of Revelation how it's all going to be tied together and even in his book of Daniel, um, God's this is all according to plan. And that makes you that should make us want to read it even more because he's telling us what's going to happen. And that the, the world is cyclical, Like these just happen to be cycles that we go through and we're engaged in the same kind of sin. We can't look back at the Israelites and be like, oh, my goodness, they can't ever get it right because we don't ever get it right either. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're so broken.
1: So broken. Oh,
0: my gosh. I didn't and, miss you guys.
1: Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> And I says the screws are definitely being turned and the stones are being overturned in regards to the San Diego YMCA situation. I don't watch the news, so I actually don't Uh, know what that is. Yeah, there's a girl that
0: that was at the YMCA in the the girl's locker room and a man was showering because he said he was a woman.
1: Uh, An older man, not even a kid.
0: No. Oh. And uh, so she goes, wait a minute, that's uh, he's he's definitely not a woman. And reported it, and they said, "No, he can keep." He, he says he's a woman. He can dress in the women's locker room, and the and she goes, "No," and so it, it caused a uproar. And um, apparently, the YMCA has agreed to look at changing their policy. Uh, as far as I know,
1: that's where it's, policy in a good way or in, uh, in a good way. Oh, uh,
0: well, well not, we don't know. Not to, right, <laughs> we don't know what they're involved. They may they may just decide their new policy is he can stay. But right. uh, <laughs> as far as I know, they're looking at. Uh, it, it, it did cause enough of a story and uproar that it looks like they're going to do something about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, we had that in L.A. at a, at a I think, was a, a spa.
1: Yes, Is that happening. I remember that.
0: Um, and it, we've had it at our school at El Dorado. We've had boys dressing in the girls' locker room and, and uh, yeah. yeah, boys using the girls' lo- uh, restrooms. So it's uh, it's almost shocking, but not.
1: But unfortunately. Not.
0: Especially if you read the Bible, it's not
1: shocking. No. <laughs> we're, not exactly,
0: we're exactly where the Bible says we're going to be.
1: Yes. And Carrie says the Old Testament is a foundation to having wisdom to read the New Covenant. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. And Kate says the Old Testament is so relevant for us as we live in our communities. It's brilliant. Amen. Yeah. And can you, can you imagine this? By, the pastors teaching, don't pay attention to the Old Testament. And that was actually the comment of the professor that we heard at our other church That's that just scared us. It was like, wait a minute. Did, did he just say that the Old Testament is not relevant? He's like, it's too old to be relevant. I was like, did he just yeah. say that it's too old? Because <laughs> you know, we don't have horses and carriages anymore. And I was like, what? that is so <laughs> silly. Like that is the most you idiotic. <laughs> uh, you know, that they're not timeless principles that can be followed because we don't have horses. We don't ride horses anymore. Uh, and we have electricity.
0: I don't know. I mean, I even had to rewind Jack last night because he said that he said that pastors were saying pastors were saying, and he, this guy was a professor at a Bible school. So, you know, I, I know the universities. He's have, have the pastors, have, yeah, he's teaching pastors, and so them, and then uh, when Jack says it, and then when Jack says it last night, I go. Wait a minute, I got to rewind it. Did Jack just say? And and I go, oh, gosh, I don't know why I'm so reluctant to believe what is going on. It is it is absolutely crazy. think about it it's
1: nuts yeah and kate makes a good point our gods and sacrifices are still there in different forms amen here in california uh,
0: the sacrifice sacrificing children babies
1: that continues to be the case
0: there's still this question about whether they treat a baby that survived a, a abortion attempt that's out of the womb breathing and living heart beating breathing and there's a debate as to whether they should give the, the baby Did treatment. Did
1: you hear what Nadler said? That it would be actually dangerous to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's dangerous to try to save a baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm just going to, I want to cuss. And Carrie says it's she has uh,
1: 425 horses in her Chevy. <laughs> yes, we have horsepower. Yes. Exactly. So he says it's all the word of God. I don't understand not starting in the Old Testament. It's all relevant. Yeah, I mean, how could you appreciate the revelation and the prophecies about Jesus if you don't read the Old Testament?
0: And I know that now. I mean, I'm it, it, just—it's so clear. It's so much clearer now than it's ever been in my entire life. And um, yeah, it's really nuts.
1: And the uh, the <sighs> scope of the detail that God provides. Again, as I mentioned, I'm an Amos, and he references an earthquake, which archaeologists have discovered was at the exact time that he says it was, and he places himself between the kingship in the north and the south at a particular period of time. And so it's literally God validating himself in the earth, in his book, throughout a thousand year span of books from 62 authors, and it is... It is irrefutable because it validates itself. Um, it's just brilliant.
0: Yeah, so the, the fact that you can, it, it, outside of being a, a faith, a religion, you can take the Bible and use it as a history book. Right. So it could be the secular world could use it if they really wanted to.
1: Yes, most read book in the world.
0: Yep. Um,
1: and and uh, Carrie says, God wanted us to have the knowledge. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> God. Absolutely.
0: The scripture to read still um
1: Thanks. it was just a complete scripture song of songs it was all night long on my bed i looked for the one my heart loves i looked for him but did not find him oh i found her you found me that was it where you left me <laughs> at church yep
0: <laughs> What are the other things you got there with two kings
1: oh that was the scripture um Jim. that we read yeah that uh jim put at the end and i had explained about it being uh, related to king josiah mm-hmm. two kings
0: i gotta read more of two kings as you were going through it as we before we went live i was reading stuff i go oh i gotta i gotta check that out those are there's names in there that I don't recognize and, a lot and um activity that i, I need
1: to. and actually i didn't remember that in this passage he went to have the scroll that they found interpreted by a female prophet. By her name was Holda. Uh and I don't recall that name.
0: I read it, of course, but I don't recall that name. Do you know? Do you know uh, if she's the only female prophet that's referred to in the Bible? Or I sorry? do not.
1: I know there's uh, Deborah, who was one of the judges, only female judge, but I do not know if she is the only female
0: prophet. How about you guys, do you know of any other female prophets? Yeah, in the Bible, or is that the only?
1: Uh, so he says, coming from Judaism, I started in the old Testament and completing that with the new Testament. Oh, that's awesome. So that you have that foundational knowledge, Isaiah 46, 10. And I'm wondering if this is the scripture declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things that are not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Amen. He says, when you look at Saul and David, it helps us to question our motivations. Do we live for the approval of people or God? These two show us the consequences. Yes, poor Saul. Lost his kingdom.
0: No. That's, in this, that's in this particular chapter. Oh, really? About Saul and, you know, and, and David's relationship. You know, how it started and then how it ended horribly.
1: <laughs> and
0: it, it horribly wrong.
1: Well, and it's interesting because we had this debate today about, so Rebecca, um, the Lord tells Rebecca that between Jacob and Esau, that the older will serve the younger. And so they said, that's why she helped trick uh, Isaac when, they, when he was dying to kiss the hand and bless uh, Jacob instead of Esau. And we had this debate by saying, like, they're saying, well, that's totally justified because God had told her I said, wait a minute, just because God tells you, that does not mean you take matters in your own ha- hands and try to effectuate what God tells you. That's saying the ends justify the means. It's just as if David were have, would have said, because he was told he was going to be the king of Israel when he was 11. Could you imagine if he turned around and then decided he was going to stab Saul when he was working for him? Because he said, well, I'm supposed to be king, so it's better you get off the throne sooner rather than later. You know, just because God works it out right. in the end, it doesn't mean what you did was right. The best example of which is um, Isaac and Sarah saying, okay, why don't you fornicate with the housekeeper? Um, and then they had the Ishmaelites, and that whole created a whole yeah. genealogy of corruption. Same, actually, with Jacob and Esau. So the enemies of the state of Israel are descendants of the prophets and their wives that made a mistake. That took God's uh, commandments into their own hands and decided to effectuate them without his permi- permission. And we are living through that curse of humanity for generations. Wow. Sounds- it's deep, isn't it? Yeah. But so we didn't agree. We couldn't agree to, uh, we had to agree to disagree because there were some people during the Bible study who were like, no, God told her. And so she made it happen. And that was her last chance. And I was like, well, that's, that's pretty risky. That's pretty risky to get a word from the Lord and say, I'm going to make this come true in my own strength because I think now is the time.
0: Anna the prophetess.
1: Oh, I don't remember the story of Anna the prophetess. Yeah, Wait, up. Anna, the prophetess in Acts. Remind me again, if that's the one you're referring to from Acts. And Carrie says, I still don't understand why he did not obey God on that one. Who? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> they grew impatient. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And it led to, you know, just generations of turmoil and hatred. Until God has to ultimately end up setting it right. Which, of course, he has foreknowledge of. and It was all going to come to pass, just like Adam and Eve. Do you
0: have any thoughts on what the ultimate lesson is from gaining patience? I mean, what, why not just make these things happen quickly? Like,
1: because you don't ultimately fall within the will of God by doing that. You just, God doesn't need help. <laughs> our, our ultimate goal is to surrender to him so that he works in the earth at his timing, not ours. Which is probably why he doesn't tell us what's going to happen other than what he's provided in the Bible that he knows we can't mess up like trying to bring about the rapture by ourselves or (laughs) trying to bring back Jesus. Cause if man could, we would try to do those things, Yes, you know, but so other than telling us things we cannot control, that's probably why so often he doesn't give that kind of word to people because of what they could do with it, the harm they can, um, by doing it Mm. just like they have throughout time. Uh, yeah, that's good. My two cents in the peanut gallery. says, <laughs> making <laughs> <Kate's laughs> a <very good> point. <laughs> Thank you, Kate.
0: Yeah, you know I do that in dog training too. What? It's to teach the dog. That it's it's not on his timing; it's on my timing. Yes. It's so, oh my gosh, it just it just clicked. Thank you.
1: Oh, no, you needed a dog. I now, did. I, did. Need a,
0: I needed something to relate to dogs because you teach a dog to sit and stay. And, you know, what quite happens, what ha- happens quite often with people is that the dog will get up and they go, it's oh, OK. And they just let the dog get up. And then pretty soon the dog goes, OK, I guess I don't have to stay then, because you just if I just get up and go and I run really fast or run harder and you just get frustrated and you quit. Nice. Whereby for me as a dog trainer, I, I, I understand that and that they must stay until I say go. It comes with feeding time. It comes with a lot of stuff, but it's so important because it, it puts the power. It gives you the power, you that the 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 handler. And so the, God being our ultimate dog trainer,
1: He, he <laughs> wants us to surrender yes. to Him.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Otherwise, our lives are chaos. And,
0: and you know what? This is another thing that I've I've noticed and I've taught is that listen, you 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 do this right and you you stick with it, you'll see the comfort in the dog with staying in the beginning he's a whole uncomfortable staying it's like no i want my and way This tail's wagon and he, they're, they're shaking and that's in the beginning the beginning, it's not easy for them to stay when they
1: have right. in their obedience in, is not easy for anyone
0: no or anything up to, up to that point in their lives they've had the ability to do what they want when they want to do it and how they want to do it go smell a butt if they want to go pee on the tree go whatever it is they can do what they want to do but now you're putting um boundaries and consequences and All these things that you need to stay. When it is on my timing, I will let you go. In the beginning, it's hard. And then at some point, you'll see the... the And and and
1: the Lord says that, come to to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. mm. Take my yoke upon you, because I am lowly and humble. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So the Lord's saying, let me lead. You know, you will find ease if you let me lead.
0: I've taught that for 30, almost 40 years, schnooks. And, <laughs> and now, now it all makes sense as to why. And I've been telling them, that. I go, your dog will relax once he knows that you're in the control. Once he realizes you're in control, he'll hand it over to you. I, I've said that. See that? Oh my gosh. I'm not trying to say that, you know, I'm sure, you know, I know. but I, I, the reference is, uh, <laughs> is one that's so clear. It's so clear.
1: So, Anna, uh, Cindy's telling us that Anna, uh, was in Luke 2, and Carrie's saying that too. There was a lady in the temple when Jesus was there when he was eight years old. And then Simeon, or is that supposed to be Simon, sees him before. And then Kate is mentioning Holda, and that's what I was referring to. So Holda was the only one that we had heard in Two Kings from Hmm. the passage that we had read. Uh, And at the time, we didn't know if there was any other one, but she was a prophetess, yeah. And Simeon's saying, yes, Luke 2. Nice. And Cindy's saying she's happy she gets her puppy tomorrow. Nice On topic. Piggy brought up the dogs. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Congratulations! Very good. Hopefully, it'll bring you lots of love and joy. Yes, yeah,
0: awesome. What uh, what breed? And I'm guessing it's a what? A couple weeks old, like eight weeks old. At least it should be at least a couple months old. But uh, what's the breed, Cindy? Before we sign off. Um, yeah, Jack was so good last night. It was He's um, always good. When he goes into the, rap- the rapture and, and revelation, and all those, that, that area, it's, it's amazing because again, it's something that you just don't really don't hear very often. You can be in a church 20 years and, and never hear it. Yes. <laughs> and then he gets, he seems to be really, um, excited to tell, you know, the, the important things about what it is we need to know yes. to talk about it. Um,
1: and he's getting a golden retriever. Oh, eight beautiful. Eight
0: beautiful. Yep.
1: A lovely dog.
0: Very cool. Is it white or is it golden? <laughs> Jack was on fire. Yes, he was. Yes.
1: yes, he was. He was a little annoyed at the lack of enthusiasm in the audience. He mentioned that a couple of <laughs> times. Like, hello, where are you guys? Are you awake?
0: I think some, I think in that case, I, I think people do get quiet because they're like going
1: i know <laughs> but for some reason
0: the blank stares throws him off he's
1: like i do work at this church you know <laughs>
0: you guys haven't seen me in a while that was pretty funny but yeah he was definitely on fire last night anything else no
1: nope, just uh edify the christian podcast network oh, yeah. edifi.app P. We're members we're really proud to be part of it it's uh taking off has some great uh podcasts on there like and subscribe download the app it'd be a blessing Sure. And hopefully for you.
0: You happy to have me home? Of
1: course. Are you sure? Our house is not a home without you.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I worry because you've gone, you know, what was it? You, what you're,
1: well, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes. The <laughs> <is going. laughs> that's,
0: that's my point. I you miss lived a, you few, you a few decades with no a few, man.
1: A few 30 decades. <laughs> Thirty decades, with no
0: man, and messing. only had
1: her in the last decade. So I lived twenty years with nobody in the house. Wow! And so, then thirty was just like a. So sometimes I leave and movie. I then I go. Gosh, Is she gonna I, let me back in? Yeah,
0: <laughs> she's gonna say, "Yeah, gosh, I remember this quiet. I remember this calm.
1: <laughs> it's really nice. I get a lot of chores done, and yeah yeah."
0: You don't hear the jumping off of the stairs to the bottom
1: floor. No, I don't hear the ding, 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 (laughs) ding, ding ding of the doorbells and all the alarms. No, okay, 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 okay. okay. No smell of burnt food,
0: (laughs) a popcorn,
1: nothing. (laughs) Hey,
0: (laughs) that stuff's horrible.
1: I don't want it to go on for too long, Lebby. Okay. Just for a couple of days, it's kind of nice. Okay. <laughs> God, I mean, God is so. I amazing. was wondering why
0: you're booking so many trips for me. I like, <laughs> hey, Schnuggs, they want you to fly to uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, Ohio. <laughs> I tried to tell them that you need to be there for three days. You go, why three days, Schnuggs? Well, you know not true God. oh i booked a back-to-back <laughs> you gotta got got fly from texas to maine <laughs> you did that once now i realize why you did that oh. <laughs> you, you know, that's all, it's all coming to me now
1: not true yeah
0: i, I think there's a couple more on the books all right
1: there are a couple more quite a few in the next couple of months <laughs> but that's because you're so amazing at your job people love you God is so good. God gave us the good. perfect balance in marriage. I'm so, so grateful. <laughs> yes. Yes. We don't have the kids all the time. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, he He knows me. He can give me a big responsibility, but he's like, listen, she's going to crack if yeah. I just okay. she, she I'm going to find you a man who, yes.
0: who has a court a, a court order, so it can't be changed. Right. <laughs> Because I would have the kids all the time if I could. Yes. I, I love the kids so much. I, would I love them, them
1: too, but I just. I can't yeah, have them all the time. Yeah. I'm <laughs> used to it. I'm working my way up. I'm building a tolerance. It's it's like a muscle. you yes. got to realize you've had, you know, years and years to develop this muscle. Because you yes. started with Courtney. Yes. You know, and you raised her. Yep. Yeah. By yourself. By yourself. So by yourself. You have, by myself. you're used to being a parent um, for a very long time. Yeah. 20... Quite the opposite of me.
0: Almost thirty years. Yeah. Yeah, almost thirty years.
1: The exact number of years I was not. Whoa. God is amazing. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. I think that's that's Old Testament and New Testament.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> taking it a bit far. But anyways <laughs> that
0: blasphemous? Blasphemous yeah. is
1: it? Yeah, it sounds a yeah. little blasphemous. And <laughs> oh. Cindy decided to name her cute little golden retriever Juniper.
0: Jack? Oh, Juniper.
1: That is sweet.
0: You didn't want to name it Andy? Because Andy's uh, ticket is both female and male. I, mean, I would I would have thought, Cindy, you would have named him Andy. Or Andy.
1: <laughs> You're silly. <laughs> and Kate's now just uh, commenting about Jack being powerful. It was loaded with gems, oh, and she yes. watched it four times. Oh, good for you.
0: Yeah, I think I put it on again last night when I was when I couldn't sleep. I oh. think. I can't remember. Sometimes Nuggets. I do that.
1: Nuggets like sink in. It's nugget teaching. <laughs>
0: Did you like the scripture? <laughs> not the scripture, but the quote. It started with a nugget. Yep. Uh,
1: okay. And Cindy says it takes time to adjust to parenting. Yes, mm-hmm. God, is, God is so gracious. Yeah,
0: it's giving you all age groups. Yes, it's awesome. Adult, teenage, and not toddler, but what's what's nine or Tween. eight? Eight when you started. Tween. Tween.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah. Very cool. We love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And you
0: can't possibly be laughing at the suggestion that her dog's name could be Andy. I think there's no, I think she's (laughs) laughing at something else, obviously (laughs) because that wasn't meant to be funny. I'm shocked.
1: Oh goodness. (sighs) Don't listen to him. When you finally adjust, they go. I think she's saying no, 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 Carrie, we will be with children in this house till we're very, very old. Unless they go off to boarding school. <laughs> so there's no empty nesting in our, in our family. And I think actually by the time the youngest gets out, the oldest will probably be, could be coming back with kids. <laughs> like, Cause you hear the stories of our yeah. friends and they're all like, Oh, my son's back with his wife yeah. and a kid. And you know, like some other kind of tragic story. Yeah. He's out of a job. They're looking for a house and I'm like, Oh my God, it's going to be a permanent revolving door. So God is building the resilience in yeah. me now for yeah. me go the the long haul.
0: No, they, they leave they can't come back. We're locking the door. That's it. <laughs> Change the lock. I did my part. I did my part, We got many li- miles I put it on my my put it put it on my truck so far. Right. Miles and miles and
1: miles. Harris says we crack her up. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and Cindy so says even when they go they're not gone. I I went to have my child with my parents at 37 years old. I am the first to tell you when they're gone they're never gone. No. <laughs> the revolving door.
0: Yes, We have too many for that to happen. When the older ones are gone, they're gone.
1: That's it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You say that now.
0: For there's sure. There was some lady who was. So um, just, just really quick. Um, Marie Osmond, I, I think she's 100% correct. She goes, I, I'm not giving my kids any money. And I'm not helping them. They need to, they need to learn the joy of work and, and success and that kind of stuff. And I go, oh. she wrote this article and it was fantastic. And I go, oh, you know, Perfect. That's, I think she's doing the right thing but then there was another lady that was on she's the weather right, person for fox you
1: don't help your adult child.
0: oh a little but see <laughs> I, I made I told you I made a mistake I said I say I learned Do you
1: continue I, I learned a,
0: a value I learned a valuable lesson no wow. I don't pay for anything for her anymore
1: oh you cut the
0: cord I cut the cord, yeah I was oh. paying for her insurance but I finally said I can't pay her insurance anymore. Oh. so yeah that was it that was the final that was the final. one yeah but she could come back to the house <laughs> And they let her back in the door. She can visit. She can visit. She's got (laughs) to leave. But then this lady that, uh, she's the weather lady for Fox News. And she goes, oh, no, my my kids can stay until they, as long as they want. And everybody goes, what? (laughs) Oh. No!
1: They cannot. They leave. We'll just remember this in a couple years.
0: (laughs) It was a fun discussion. Cindy says,
1: parenting is forever. Oh really yeah
0: all right and then they then they take care of you
1: uh, right or they try to steal your money <laughs> they want to take whatever pennies you
0: got left for themselves you just, use them. you just take <laughs> so you're with your mom you just like hey just use it just go on some trips go i tell do her all the like,
1: time i'm like just blow it lady yeah, just use enjoy it. yourself <laughs> you're gonna be fighting over yeah. the are stay at home for right
0: okay that's it stop we're, we've gone away from the, the the devotional shows you constantly do that
1: <laughs> do not lose fellowship with the lord yeah <laughs> even in the jocularity don't lose fellowship with the lord did it's okay so to be saved then? and redeemed yeah thank you everyone yes we love you have a wonderful rest of your evening looking forward to a great weekend we're hoping to stay dry over here um awesome cindy good. yeah cindy's saying all the kids are independent but talk to her <laughs> i that's love that that's be. beautiful perfect uh-huh. oh The joy
0: all right my friends we love you guys good night god bless have a great great night we are on for an hour snobs good night we love you bye god bless <laughs> <laughs>